Church Let's Talk, uh, looking at 1 Samuel chapter 15. So if you have your Bible, uh, I want you to go with me to 1 Samuel chapter 15. Uh, most of us, as you think about 1 Samuel chapter 15, are reminded that uh, God will give uh, Saul something to do. Uh, he'll give him a task, and uh, Saul will decide, you know what? God, I really think I've got a little bit better plan than you do, and so I'm going to choose not to follow you in that. So if you have your Bible, you are aware of 1 Samuel 15, and you probably know about verse 3. Now go and strike Amalekites and devote to destruction all that they have. Do not spare them. Both kill man and women, children, infant, ox, sheep, camel, and donkey. And then Saul's going to summon the group of people. Um, It's kind of interesting to see the numbers there. That's pretty fascinating. Uh, But you're going to go down to verse uh, 8. But Saul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep and of the oxen and the fatted calves and the lambs and all that was good. So just stop there for a second. So you've got Saul who's relayed a message to the nation of Israel. This is what we're going to go do. This is what God has asked us to do. And I don't know the reasons, but it's really interesting as you kind of pause right here. The people and Saul both had a history of watching God do amazing things. And so there was a track record that if their God was asking them of something or uh, he could do unbelievable, miraculous things. And he was also going to call them in an account to, to walk under the truth. And so both of them. So I wonder why the people didn't say, you know what, Saul, we shouldn't take Agag and the best of the sheep and the oxen and the fatted calves and the lambs and all that was good. We shouldn't take that. So even though the sheep will be uh, easier for us to sacrifice because there's good sheep, even though there's oxen, uh, even though there's fatted calves, even though there's lambs, even though there's things that every, all these things are going to make our life better. Saul, God told us not to do these things. There also is a little phrase in there, and all that was good. So I wonder what else. I mean, we get a list of the animals things, but I wonder what else the people decided. You know what? This is beneficial to us. This is we think this is going to be okay. We don't think God really meant for us to do it that way, to d- destroy everything. And in that, you all know and I know that, you know, God is going to now reveal to, to Samuel what Saul has done. But I want to just give you a little bit of a picture of the heart of Saul. Um, in verse 10, the word of the Lord came to Samuel. I regret that I have made Saul king. For he has turned his back um, from following me and has not reformed my commandments. And then I hadn't really seen this before. Uh, Verse 12, and Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning. And it was told Samuel, Saul came to Carmel. For behold, he set up a monument for himself. He set up a monument for himself. Wow, God, look what I've done. Or I want to be recognized as a leader, so I'm going to take this uh, king captive. Um, I'm going to provide you know, sheep and oxen and fatted calves and lambs. This is all going to make me look better as a leader. And, um, and so he actually sets up a monument 
of his disobedience. The I mean, just think about the arrogance. Okay, Saul's in his direct disobedience to God goes ahead and set up a monument to himself to ex, to examine or exalt his leadership. And we know what's going to happen. Um, verse thirteen. Uh, and Samuel came to Saul and said to him, "Blessed be to you, the Lord. I have performed the commandments of the Lord." And Samuel said, "Why is there bleeding sheep?" And he's going to make the excuse that it's the, you know. Well, here's really interesting. And Saul said, "They we brought them from the Malachites for the people, spared by the best sheep and oxen to sacrifice to the Lord your God." What an insult to God! God, this is, God has given you a command to destroy everything. And then you say, oh, we brought this back because we want to sacrifice to you. Um, and so can you imagine the the disdain it must have been in God's heart uh, towards Saul? Because um, everything was supposed to be destroyed. And then you get that little uh, phrase down in verse 22. And Samuel said, for the Lord has great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices uh, as in obeying the voice of the Lord. But behold, it is better to obey than sacrifice. And then I started to think, so if you have your Bible, flip over to me to Ephesians chapter 4. Because sometimes we can look at Saul and say, man, how did you not obey the voice of God? I mean, you knew his power. You knew his, who he was as a, as a God. And sometimes I think as we as a church, we say, well, we know we're, we're okay to, we're obeying, but not in all the areas. And so I was just reminded of Ephesians chapter 4. I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk worthy, in a manner worthy, of his calling to which you have been called with all humility and gentleness and patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of spirit and the bond of peace. Sometimes I think it's easy for us as Christians to say, well, God, I'm not as bad as so-and-so. And so here we are reminded in 1 Samuel 15 to obey is better than a sacrifice. So if you bring it to our lives, Ephesians chapter 4, Paul's urging this group at Ephesus to walk in a manner worthy of his calling. And then in that walking worthy, he uses some words, humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. So I don't know where you're going to go this Friday. I don't know what God has in front of you. But I just want to remind us to obey is better than sacrifice. Humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with one another in love are words that are very difficult. And so there's a temptation to say, well, I wasn't out drinking tonight. I wasn't doing, I wasn't looking at pornography. I wasn't doing this. I'm not as bad as so-and-so. But God is calling us to walk worthy with all humility with gentleness and with patience, bearing with one another in love. And I want to encourage you as you enter into this Friday to, to maybe as you have your Bible open, just to kind of drop over to Ephesians chapter 3 and just give your opportunity to bow your knees before your Father from whom every name in heaven on earth is named. That's Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 14. And according to the riches of His glory, He has granted you strength with power through His Spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you may be rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints, the breadth, the length, the height, and the depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far abundantly, more abundantly than we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is working us. 
To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. May that be our prayer. May we rest in the strength of our Father today because we know he's calling us to obey is better than sacrifice. And so just instead of us just pointing our finger at Saul and say, wow, you, you really messed this up. God is going to call us to walk in a, in a lifestyle today that is not easy, that's not comfortable. And I would encourage us not to say, well, God, this is what we think. No, God has spoken. These are his words to you today. So I'd encourage you to walk in them. Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this opportunity to be together around your word. May you use it to mold and shape our lives. And Father, when we're tempted to make excuses, may we come back to what you want from us. May when we're tempted to say, well, this is what we think, when we would come back to the scripture and say, no, this is what God thinks. So we need your help today, Jesus. We're going to ask you for it. In your name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day.